Building wealth isn't just about hustle and grind. Every day, huge deals are being made, businesses and properties are changing hands, and a small group of people are making quantum leaps forward. If you want to be part of that small group of people, then this show is for you. Now, here's your host, Jim Oliver. Before we jump into today's show, we have some exciting news to share with you. Our brand new online community platform is now live. Get access to free on-demand in-depth training courses on topics like infinite banking, cryptocurrency, real estate investing, and much more. Just go to community.createtailwind.com. That's community.createtailwind.com. Or check the show notes of this episode to find the direct link to request to join the community. Now, on to the show. So let's just go through and uh, discuss the attributes of a perfect investment. Yeah, and when we think of investment, Nick, let's think of it in terms, you know, again, I don't mean to get off the book at all, but really, where do we put our money? Yeah, Where is the perfect place to store money? That's the yep. way we kind of want to look at it, because the perfect investment is, um, you know, is uh, whatever is going to go up 600% in the next <laughs> year. Well, how do we yeah. guess? I mean, that's that's gambling, right? We have no idea. So yeah. um, that would be the perfect investment. And then we'd get out at the very top. And we know that that's not really what happens. But when the first thing that people look for, or they think is the most important is high rate of return. Yeah, which is which, which is subjective anyway. But that's what people are always wanting, right? They want their most bang for their buck. Yep. Now, here's the funny thing about that is what does rate of return really mean? Does that mean a compound annual growth rate? Or does that mean who tells you what the what the rate of return is? <laughs> well, my bank account, my balance really is what it should be. But that's not the way most people look at that, right? Most people are sitting down with their money babysitter saying, hey, what's What's this rate of return that I'm going to get? What it should be, okay. Again, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, destroy Carlos's words here. It's <laughs> a rate of growth. Yeah, of there you life, go. Right? Okay. Yeah. Second attribute. Consistent rate of return. So mm -hmm. compounding, right? Like I, I listened to a great uh, podcast this weekend and the guy, he, he said it, he goes, Einstein said uh, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. And then he laughed. He goes, actually, every time I say that on a, on, on a show or on Twitter, I get blasted with people saying, no, Einstein never said it. Who cares if he said it or not? It's a great quote. But um, so think about consistent rate of return. And one of the things that I think about with, that kind of reminds me of average versus actual, Nick. And so let's just yeah. do a quick uh, version of that. All right. So let's say that I have $100,000. Okay. And in the first year, I gain 100%. Okay. Now I have $200,000, right? 200000 Okay. The second year, I lose 100%. I'm sorry, 50%. And now I got 100000 The next year, I gain 100% again. Oh, I got 200000 All right. And then the final and fourth year, I lose 50%. I appreciate the Kentucky math going on here because I know that we have 100%. That's $100,000. Now, what's my rate of return? Oh, man. I, zero in my brain, but I know that that's not the way people think about it. 
zero growth, but I went up how much? 200%. And I went down only 100%, which means my average rate of return is 25% and I had no growth. Yeah. So consistent rate of return is average versus actual. It's not having this in the market, right? And yeah. you know though, that that line makes a lot of people nervous. And when do we get out and when do we get in? That all really has a, a major bearing on our our uh, our results. And we want growth, right? Okay, what's yeah. number three, Nick? Oh, safe that that beautiful four letter word that we've been talking about. So what's the definition of an investment? Uh, let's see, that means there's a risk involved. Risk of losing all of our money. Yep. So that is the opposite of safe, but we would want it to be safe. Okay, number four. <laughs> it's liquid because liquid. We, want, we want to be able to get our hands on it, right? Now, is a 401k or an IRA liquid? Not even sort of. No. Is the stock market, is it liquid? If, what if it's down and I really need the money? Yeah, well, it depends on what time of day you need it too. Exactly. You know, so <laughs> liquidity means that I control when I have use of my money, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's number five? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Now that's a word. And I'll tell you what, if we had our securities <laughs> license, this would really be a problem word right now because <laughs> guaranteed is not something that they want you to use. Okay. But guaranteed. Hey, Jim, yes. when you, when you used to sit down with clients and you used to talk to them back in the day about what their, what their projections were in their good growth stock mutual fund over 30 years, yeah. what was the one guarantee that you were, you had to give them? That it wasn't going to look like, what I was showing them, <laughs> that was the one guarantee. 100% risk of loss is what you said. 100% risk of loss. And I would say to them sometimes, Nick, if I lost you 10%, but the market went down 15%, would you fire me? <laughs> and, and by the way, if they said yes, then I didn't hire them because I was hiring them too. They didn't realize yeah. that. But, you know, right. I mean, if I do better than the market, and you still fire me, then that's really not somebody I want as a client. <laughs> Right. So, all right. What's number six tax benefits, you know, or, or in parentheses, tax free, tax free, tax invisible, right? Like tax we talk about that invisible you gotta like be that writing word. fast and spelling, hopefully correctly. <laughs> um, so tax invisible. Now think about that for a second. Think about what happens in a 401k. You have all this money. It's growing. And at some point in time, you're going to take it out. And you're going to pay taxes on it, but you have no idea what the tax is going to be. You have no idea what the taxes are going to be on this, you know, this perfect investment. If it's not tax free right. tomorrow, they could change the tax rate. Are you in control of that at all? Not even sort of, not even sort of. Right. So having something tax free or tax invisible is, you know, there's, there's a lot of good ones in here so far, but this one is hitting me right in the middle of the forehead like a baseball bat. <laughs> Coming is, into tax season. That's right. And if it's not hitting you in the forehead like a baseball bat, it should be, okay? <laughs> What's number seven? No market volatility. No market volatility. What does that mean? Uh, it means, I, 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 you know, I look at the stock market or the market in general as emotional, 
right? Like people don't act rationally. Logic always follows emotion um, for, for people. And so people sell and buy uh, maybe at times when it's not advantageous to me or it hurts me. It's got a negative impact on me. And so that's, that's how I look at that. I call that the greed fear cycle. Yeah. So I go. buy something because everybody's telling me it's going up. Yep. So I buy it high. It starts to go down and I think, oh my gosh, it's crashing. I'm going to lose all my money. I better sell. Yeah. Right. And so what happens? I buy high and sell low. Yeah. That's when the emotions get in, in the way. Right. Now, yeah. what, what a stock market guy would tell you is buy and hold. Okay. <laughs> and okay. The market has gone up. But you got to take that emotion out of it then. But if we didn't have market volatility, that would be better, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. What's number eight? Yields income besides capital gain. Jim, I got to tell you, probably, you know, what am I, 44? So 35 years ago, my, my grandparents have always been in the real estate business. And I remember my grandmother, there must have been some capital gains loss change back in the early to mid eighties. Cause I remember my grandmother being so salty about capital gains taxes changing. So now I get it, but now I know what that means now. What does that mean? Just means the taxes we're going to pay on the fruits of our labor, what we earned, what, what our investment earned, what taxes am I going to pay on that? But it also means rate of cash flow, right? Yeah. So the rate of cash flow, I mean, our property is appreciating in value or our asset is appreciating in value or our business, our franchise, whatever it is. But yeah. while it's appreciating in value, it's kicking off cash flow. Here's the key to success and the key to failure. We become what we think about. Now, let me say that again. We become what we think about. Once again, thank you so much for taking the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you are looking to discover new wealth building strategies, then go to community.createtailwind.com. That's community.createtailwind.com to join our free online community and get access to free courses and in-depth training videos designed to help you build wealth and break away from the herd. Click the link in the show notes to access the community today. Thanks again for listening.